this is Kenya, and welcome to my magical cottagecore life. You know, life is in the title of this podcast because life is magical. And I am not here to tell anyone when they are ready to duplicate their lives, to multiply their lives. But for those of us women who decide to actually take the step to embrace new lives coming into our lives in the form of babies, then there are some resources in the city of Detroit that you should know about. And remember, this podcast covers Detroit as well. Now, how is this about cottage core? Because cottage core is part of life. And life is part of Cottagecore. And finding ways to support each other through compassion and grace are some things that I believe in. Remember, I used to be a former human services worker. So that's part of me. And I would like to share a resource for those of us who may need just a little help. So open up your big book of stuff. And turn to the section on Pregnancy Help for Mothers in Detroit. Because today, we're going to talk about Sister Friends, Detroit. Let's get started. This episode is sponsored by Chicken Yogi. Are you someone who doesn't fit into neat boxes when it comes to your health and wellness? Tired of being buried in things you should do and not sure how to get started? Are you ready to discover the joy of free-range wellness? Kit Kalstow, the chicken yogi, is passionate about radical wellness for those who aren't one-size-fits-all people. Whether you're neurodivergent, chronically ill, just tired of being fed the same old suggestions and advice, you're welcome at Chicken Yogi. Discover what happens when you blend mental, physical, and energetic health on your own terms. Visit chickenyogi.com for more information. And now, let's get back to the show. So you can find Sister Friends Detroit at their government website from the DetroitMichigan.gov site under their health department programs and services. And I remember one of the first things I did when I started writing about the city of Detroit, because I used to write for several publications, I covered their mother-to-mother breastfeeding program in Detroit. And it wasn't under the city, but it was part of the city. Well, Sister Friends is actually under the city, and it's run by volunteers, and what they do is they provide support to pregnant mothers and their families, and until the baby's first birthday. Now, what this also means is that if you're pregnant and you don't for some reason complete that pregnancy that doesn't mean that support goes away it's a complete circle of care 
So don't be afraid to reach out if you need help and let them refer you to other services. What they're really comprised of is volunteers who've been there or are there. And they call themselves uh, sister friends. And they call the pregnant women little sisters. Now for women who are pregnant, they are called little sisters in the program. And this is not about diminishing you. This is about the sisterhood dynamic and paradigm of what's happening here. And what they do is once you enroll, you, now you have to be someone who resides in the city of Detroit. I want to point that out. They'll assign you a sister friend mentor and a community health worker, a nurse and a social worker. And they're going to commit to be there for you and the baby. Okay. And they're also going to kind of be offering you wraparound services so that you get what you need because there's so much that is involved with being pregnant and getting the resources that you need. And it's not even just about socioeconomics. It's really more so that, especially if you've never had a baby before, there's just so much involved that you may not be prepared for in your regular life. They also give you enrichment classes and they even provide you with a lift ride to doctor's appointments. Now it's saying it's lift, but I'm sure if um, maybe one day they may change that and go to a different uh, provider if they had to. And the number is 313-961-BABY. I mean, how cool is that? It's very easy to remember. And they even have a line that you can access if you need assistance if you are deaf or hard of hearing for the health department in general. And that's 313-876-4000-TTY-711. And, you know, that's, that's something I really like about it because it's not a situation where if you're needing hearing services, you can't get to them. Something I really like is that they have a section where they help you actually reach out and get help for diapers. And that can be really hard, especially if your money is tight. I know that we talk about making our own diapers here and that's important, but it's also important to live in the real world. And sometimes in the real world, we can't always get our hands on the materials to sew the diapers or we just can't do it. We just don't want to do it. And that's fine. There's no judgment here. It's really about what works for you. There's no wrong way. There's simply the compassionate ways that work for you. And that's what's important. They also have additional supports for housing. They have supports for helping you get those car seats. You know, car seats are a thing and some of those organizations they're connected with will help you be able to get those there are car seat giveaways a lot of the time but it's not just for Detroit now you have to live in Detroit to qualify for the program but some of the assistant agencies and the computer community partnerships that are involved are all the way in Melvindale Lincoln Park um, 
you know, it's not just, you know, you're going to only get services in the city. You can also get services from Southfield so that you have a complete web of assistance, um, especially if you can get around. And remember, material assistance is important. So if you can donate, please do. And um, one of the organizations that they work closely with that I look at on um, their site is AIHFS.org, and that's American Indian Health and Family Services. And I can tell you, they are one of the best programs. They have an excellent uh, pregnant mothers program and services, and they also have a full clinic. In addition to that, they have programs for the children as well. My daughter also went through their program for the youth as well, so I highly recommend them. We talk a lot about cooking here on this program, and I like to do that to give you a chance to combat food fatigue as well as learning about the plants in your environment and how to wildcraft and forage and how to garden and how to harvest and identify plants that may be known and unknown. How to make sure you're not just eating everything you see. Remember, don't just put things into your mouth. We've talked about this so many times. But another thing that's important is to have access to food. You know, it doesn't help if you don't have access to the basic staples for your your home, especially when you're pregnant because you're eating for however many you're carrying. It's not always two. Sometimes it's three. Sometimes we have special conditions that that mean we need to restrict our diets or alter our dietary intake. And in order to know that, we have to have access to care. And through this organization, you are given support services so that you have referrals to get access for care, especially with WIC, the Women, Infant, and Children program. They also will test your uh, blood and other things um, when you are pregnant as well as after the baby is born and supplement your food budget so that you can get the nutrition that you need and that baby needs. And this is vital because if you can't get what you need to survive, the baby's not getting it either. Also, keep in mind that WIC offers those food coupons, and the thing about that is, and it's in a form of a card now, but the thing about that is that it also offers you, the organization also offers you another choice if your baby can't drink regular milk. So there's that, that, you know, I'm not the person who says breast milk is best, I say fed is best. You know, I prefer that you find what works for you. Another thing that's important are dental services. Did you know that during pregnancy, oftentimes women can't get dental work because they can't go under um, and they can't have certain things going on? However, If you have cavities, if you have uh, poisoning from certain things, there may have to be emergent circumstances where that rule goes out of the window, but you won't know until you go in. Another thing, when you're carrying a baby, when you're pregnant, 
Sometimes the baby drains the calcium from your bones, from your teeth, and it's actually a real phenomenon that some people lose their teeth after pregnancy because they don't know. That's why it's vital to take in calcium, to take in the calcium in the way that you can. Milk is not the only source of calcium. I'm talking about cow's milk, but it's not the only form of calcium intake. You can also use vegetables as well as strawberries, believe it or not. Um, but you need to talk to a dietitian, and through this program, you can get in touch with dietitians. Also, you want to keep in mind that if you are someone who has access to a doula, working together with your doula and this program could be vital and very helpful in order for you to be able to facilitate a birthing plan. Some people don't want the hospital involved when they go and have their baby. And there's a lot of pressure in there that says, okay, well, you have to go to the hospital. You have a choice. Just keep in mind that if something goes wrong, you want a birthing professional there who can kind of let you know that, hey, we need to go to a doctor right now. Back in the day, you know, a lot of cottage core is romanticizing versions of life from days of yore. Well, in days of yore, midwives were birthing professionals as were doctors. And we have both now as well as doulas as they did then. And at the end of the day, we need someone who knows what they're doing and has been trained to be able to refer to the professionals up the chain to make the call. a lot of shows that show shows that show okay I don't want to be a showboat get it showboat okay you're come on it wasn't that bad there had to be one mom joke in a mom's episode right okay anyway so one thing I want to point out is that when we have our babies there's a time period where they call it confinement where we don't go outside. And I, I'm i really sad that not everybody can observe this as far as they don't have the support there to be able to stay home and be taken care of and giving the, given the postpartum meals and all the things that happen in the fourth trimester, as we call it, the time right after having the baby for those 40 days. And it's really sad. But this situation um, is reality. And in the old days, they show on television and in movies where people would visit, they'd bring food, there'd be someone to come check up on you. And at this time in our lives, in our society, that's not always there. But this program is kind of helping because they have people who are there to volunteer who will come check on you. And they do have actual programs and people who are assigned to come check on you, to make sure you're okay, to visit you, to check your wound care to check your situation as far as living, to give you support services and refer you if you need someone to listen, or maybe if you need a little bit more than just a listening ear, maybe a therapy. So this is important. When we have had our babies, it's often that we go through postnatal depression. So you gotta be, you know, rep, you know, really aware of this. They call it also postpartum depression. That's the actual term, but we, in my circle we use certain terms and they're not universal terms so I don't want to give you the wrong information understand I may use colloquiums or sayings or phrases 
and I want to make sure you use the right phrase. So the right phrase in general public is postpartum depression. Motherhood is not all bows and ruffles or blue little bonnets or anything like that. There's some very real things involved in motherhood. It's not just putting the baby to sleep and trying to find a moment to make bottles and get some rest yourself. What's also involved in motherhood is actually mothering and parenting. And when it comes to parenting, sometimes we need a little help. Everyone can, you know, benefit from parenting education. Everyone can benefit from techniques that are new. The information that they had when I was an infant and a toddler is vastly different from the information that I had when I was raising my child. And the information that I had when I was raising my child is probably a world apart from the information that people have now for their children. And trying to keep up with it can be a little overwhelming. And I'm so glad that they have help with this to give you the information that's new and that works. Now remember, use what you know that works and, you know, you have to use the grain of salt. Some things may not work for your culture and other things might. But in everything, weigh it with grace and with an accepting and open heart and mind and see if it sounds right to you. Most of the time, you will find that people want to help you. They don't want to hurt you um, in life as well as this. So, you know, take advantage of the resources that are there. There are programs all around the country that are probably similar to this. And you can find them by looking out and reaching out in your community. If you don't have another way, maybe check out your local social worker at a school or through your health department, but someone will know. And if nothing else, contact your local WIC office and they may have information to get you on the right track. And I think we're going to leave it here. There's so many programs out there, I don't want to overwhelm you. But I will point out that these programs are all around the country. and. They probably are easy to find if you can do a Google search. I don't always recommend people do Google, but in this case, in some areas it may be difficult to find them. If you're in an area that is a little bit rural or very rural, you may find that you have some challenges there. Look out for your early Head Start or Head Start programs, because early Head Start starts as low or as young as when the infant is actually not even born yet and they usually have support services for you. And they're all around the country as well into our territories. So I would check them out as well. They can be of a great assistance. There are also government programs available and grants if you wanna start your own kind of program where you are. I always tell people, if you don't see something good that can help other people and you feel moved and have the ability to do it, and you have a passion to see it happen, that is a calling. That is a vocation call. And if you are called to do that, if you are placed in the grace and you have the tools and the ability to do it, do it. You may surprise yourself. I have faith in you. I have faith in all my friends and we're friends, right? I know that if you are called to do this, 
you can do it. And maybe having a little bit of a challenge sometimes, it'll just make it that much sweeter in the end. Kind of like being pregnant. Kind of like having a baby. Sometimes it's really challenging, but it's so much sweeter in the end. And if for any reason you find that the challenge is too great or life interferes and we don't get to that that end, it doesn't mean that it was all a waste. It just means that we were better enriched and we were used the light the way for someone else. Take care of yourself and make sure that you refer people who may be pregnant in the city to this program if you are so moved so that they can also benefit. I look forward to seeing you here again on my Magical Cottage Girl Life. Another thing that's important are dental services. Did you know that during pregnancy, oftentimes women can't get dental work because they can't go under um, and they can't have certain things going on? However, if you have cavities, if you have uh, poisoning from certain things, there may have to be emergent circumstances where that rule goes out of the window, but you won't know until you go in. Another thing, when you're carrying a baby, when you're pregnant, sometimes the baby drains the calcium from your bones, from your teeth, and it's actually a real phenomenon that some people lose their teeth after pregnancy because they don't know. That's why it's vital to take in calcium, to take in the calcium in the way that you can. Milk is not the only source of calcium. I'm talking about cow's milk, but it's not the only form of calcium intake. You can also use vegetables as well as strawberries, believe it or not. Um, But you need to talk to a dietitian. And through this program, you can get in touch with dietitians. Also, you want to keep in mind that if you are someone who has access to a doula, working together with your doula and this program could be vital and very helpful in order for you to be able to facilitate a birthing plan. Some people don't want the hospital involved when they go and have their baby. And there's a lot of pressure in there that says, okay, well, you have to go to the hospital. You have a choice. Just keep in mind that if something goes wrong, you want a birthing professional there who can kind of let you know that, hey, we need to go to a doctor right now. Back in the day, you know, a lot of cottage core is romanticizing versions of life from days of yore. Well, in days of yore, midwives were birthing professionals as were doctors. And we have both now as well as doulas as they did then. And at the end of the day, we need someone who knows what they're doing and has been trained to be able to refer to the professionals up the chain to make the call. <laughs> 